It's Sunday, August 13th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Illegal crossings along the U.S. southwestern border are rising fast just three months after the Biden administration tightened immigration policy with Border Patrol arrests surging in remote desert areas. Migrants trying to enter the U.S. illegally are braving record high temperatures, which is making their journeys riskier and requiring more rescues by U.S. and Mexican border authorities. More than 130,000 migrants were apprehended at the U.S.-Mexico border in July, according to a U.S. government official briefed on the data, a third more than in June. The fastest growth was in Border Patrol's Tucson sector, which comprises most of Arizona, with some 40,000 apprehensions, the most since April 2008. Authorities attribute much of the Tucson traffic to a shift in tactics by human smugglers guiding migrants to the border. Tens of thousands of migrants crossed in some of the most remote and harsh stretches of the Arizona desert between Yuma and Tucson as smugglers try less frequently used routes to avoid detection. U.S. authorities recovered the bodies of more than 890 migrants, a record number, along the border in the 2022 fiscal year that ended September 30th, according to the Biden administration. Many died from dehydration while lost in arid areas of the border. In other news, the Georgia district attorney who has investigated alleged election interference by former President Donald Trump will begin presenting evidence to a grand jury in Atlanta later this week, according to witnesses summoned to appear. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis's timeline became clearer on Saturday when two witnesses in the investigation said they had been summoned to testify Tuesday. Legal experts have said they expect the presentation of evidence to take around two days. There are two grand juries meeting in Fulton County through the end of August, one on Mondays and Tuesdays, and the other on Thursdays and Fridays. The latest developments suggest Willis will begin her presentation of the case on Monday, and the public could know whether Mr. Trump and others have been indicted by Tuesday evening. One focus of Willis's investigation was the alternate electors, individuals who signed a certificate stating Trump had won Georgia in the 2020 election and declared themselves Georgia's duly elected qualified electors. Around the world, Ukraine targeted the only bridge linking Crimea to the Russian mainland on Saturday, stepping up a campaign to isolate the peninsula that was annexed by Moscow in 2014. Sergei Aksyanov, the Russian-installed head of Crimea, said two Ukrainian missiles were shot down over the Kerch Strait early on Saturday. Hours later, he said another missile had been intercepted in the area. Russia's defense ministry said Ukrainian forces had attempted to strike the bridge with a modified surface-to-air missile. The bridge was not damaged, according to Russia's TASS news agency, adding that a temporary smokescreen to obscure the bridge from attacks had been placed over the bridge. Kyiv's goal is to undermine Russia's position on the territory and make it harder for Moscow to support its occupying force in southern Ukraine. With the prospects of a frontline breakthrough dimming, Ukraine has sought to reach behind the front line using longer-range missiles supplied by Western allies to strike in and around Crimea. And, Afghanistan's universities are ready to readmit female students, but the ruling Taliban's leader has the ultimate say on when that might happen, 
if it happens at all, an education official said Saturday. The Taliban barred women from campuses last December, triggering global outrage. Girls had been banned from school beyond sixth grade soon after the Taliban returned to power in August 2021. Afghanistan is the only country in the world with bans on female education. Afghanistan's higher education minister, Nida Mohammad Nadim, said at the time the university ban was necessary to prevent the mixing of genders and because he believed some subjects being taught violated the principles of Islam. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.